Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you have now entered in squared circle 101, you got the Thai Italian stallion Santino Iliano, now with me, my man is not a fan of country music, yet he's at every cowboy bar offering bull rides, my man's super, came out a little bit stuttered. But this is Squared Circle 101. You can hit us up at facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or at gmail.com Squared Circle 101. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, it's Talking Smack 101. And we're here to discuss the sweet science. Let's get it started. Number 47 is in the books now. How are you doing today? Man, I'm all right, man. Yeah, you started a little bit, man. I lost a little bit of the punchline, but it's all right, though. I'll give you, 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 uh, hey. you 26 for 27. I give you that, but I still dug it, though. You like that one, though, I right? did, I you did like, like it, though. You do like that one. Now, now that I'm making everybody feel good, let's feel a little better, and let's show some love out to IAMRCF.com. They support Squared Circle 101, so let's show them some love and support them, too. If you're in Western Washington and you want to feel better, then be better with the best by King 5 News and Evening Magazine in Western Washington, three years in a row for CrossFit. Click on the website, find the location near you, and call the number and get a two-week free trial. I signed my boy up without him even asking me. He starts next in, uh, in February. So check it out. You might even see him there. And then you can see what kind of a diva I'm talking about. Hold on, man. You're trying to say I don't know what I'm doing in there in these streets? No, I just said you're pretty in these streets. That's it. It's a compliment. Anyway, anyway. Because I got to be the muscle around here. You going to make me feel a little better? Man, I sure will. I sure will, man. Uh, got a lot going on, man. Um, I'm uh, I'm really thankful for the past couple of years in boxing, period. Just for the fact that we just got uh, more people are losing their O's. It's bad for their career. Well, it's not huge for their career, but at the same time, it's a step back. But actually, we get to see more of what we uh, wanted to see. And uh, with people losing and then coming back, like a few of the cats that we're going to talk about today, though, you learn more from defeat than you can with victory. As uh, as old Tibetan philosopher once said, Joy Curtis Curtis Jackson, Joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain, man. So oh, Curtis Jackson. Yeah, old, Cur- old, old Curtis, Curtis Jackson. Jackson. So you're That's gonna good. learn you're gonna learn more from defeat than you can from victory, man. So it's uh, just like one of our old shows: the comeback is always greater than the fall. So That's right. I've learned more from my mistakes than any grade in my school. Yeah, you real talk though, Boys man. Five nine, right there. Hey, that's a good one. I like it. I feel good. Are you okay, man? Are you awake? Maybe no. we should get a little icebreaker going on here. Let's let's do a little <laughs> icebreaker. We've done this before. Let's let's get. I don't man, think we ever done it on air though. Let's reveal something for the fans out there who don't know about Squared Circle One, One on One. Let's tell them a little something about ourselves. Don't come out the closet or confess to any murders, and I'll go first for you. Now, if anybody who does know me, I have celebrity tint on my vehicle. It's not a celebrity vehicle, but I got that kind of tint. Because when I get that music going, I like to sing and blow. Bone Thugs, I even have a whole playlist that I just, to the top of, to the top of my lungs, I'll do it if I have to get my voice out. If I get all the, you know, the marbles out of my mouth, especially if I'm coming to hang out with you. Uh, I, I'll even go through some of the tracks on that playlist. I got Seether with Careless Whisper. I even have Rascal Flats on there. Um, I have Simply Red on there. The Stylistics. Also, um, some Bone Thugs in Harmony, and even a little bit of New Kids on the Block. But that's what I got, and that's just how I clear my throat. And that's just me. What you got? You want me? What do you, what do you have me confess? Like, uh, 
what my music, my music taste, and my music genre. Reveal something that the people here don't know about you. Alright, so this is kind of like what we discussed the other, uh, of some months back though. You know, I, I'm typical, I listen to pretty much everything. Uh, Dave Cause? I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a complete fan. But I'm a closet Britney Spears fan. She got, <coughs> she, she, she got some tracks, though, man. It's uh, uh, I'm a slave, uh, toxic. It's, I'm a slave. Hey, man, the beat, dope, the, she got she, hey, sometimes, man, the production hey, on her hey. tracks are pretty dope, though. I'm not even going to lie, though. <laughs> All right, hey, judge me or not, but you can come see me if you got a problem with it. Okay. A, <laughs> hey, not only does he, is he the president for Pusha T, but also Britney Spears, too. I ain't the pre. I ain't the... You know what? I ain't gotta explain nothing to y'all, man. I don't care. <laughs> What's I listen favorite Britney Spears want. song? Probably Womanizer. Womanizer. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good track. Even though she is a little loco and crazy, but I That's don't know. How I like them. That's why I like them. I like them kind of dirty like that. But let's get back to the sweet science. Now, are you awake? <laughs> I'm awake, man. I'm I hope awake. everybody else is awake here. I just found out that the bull rider, the guy offering bull rides I'm here, not, is also a fan of Britney Spears. Is that how you get Britney Spears? Go to the cowboy bar, get the line of all the white girls ready there. Oh, trying to find your own Britney that, Spears. Huh? They ain't gonna get it. Right never gonna get it, never gonna get man, it. Man, come on, man. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to this. And we're here to talk about the sweet science. Bear witness as we talk our way to the top. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. You know you love it. Make sure you tell your friends and family. Spread the word. Spread the love. Have them download that Squared Circle app. Have them follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. You pick it. You search it. We're there because we will succeed, and you can ride with us. Now, let's go to this recap for 2017, the third show for us of this year. Now, we had Anthony the Dog Durrell versus Norbit. Norbit uh, Nemesapati. We had, we had a great fight weekend, like especially for being our first, the first huge fight. First the, boxing, the first boxing yeah. match, boxing weekend. It was a lot of great fights, and if you didn't see it, that's it's honestly a shame. But also, that's kind of good for us. That means you're tuning in to check out to see what we got to say about it, and that way, it's kind of like a cliff notes. We'll tell you what you missed and whether it was worth watching or not. But of course, everything that we cover is worth watching. Now, a lot of this is PBC, and as you know, they try to stall us when we try to get that in that recent bout section but they'll be there eventually here by the time you hear it it should already be up if not it'll be here this weekend that's i think sure. what we're gonna start doing is putting the highlights in there so if you do miss the fight we'll have the highlights in there which you can do which, which you can be. watch until uh Especially, until the full fight comes down unless unless it's just like a foty something like that something like that we'll figure it out but anthony the dog Durrell, what how did you feel about this i wasn't impressed at all by because of his level of opposition. So, so Anthony Durrell is the brother of Andre Durrell. He's one of the sets of twins that they have in the super middleweight, super middleweight division. From Flint, Michigan. Uh, from Flint, Michigan. This cat was 29-1 and one with 23 knockouts. Uh, he was actually the former champ. He lost his title to Badoo Jack, I believe. Where are we going? Uh, let's go ahead and see. Is uh, he right? Yeah, he and lost, he's right. Yeah, he, uh, he lost a title to Badu Jack, who actually fought uh, the next day, actually. Um, but this was supposed to be this was supposed to be a fight that was supposed to be fairly easy for him, mm -hmm. which honestly it was. It was. It, it was fairly was. easy, but he like from the from the not even the tell of the tape, just them standing next to each mm -hmm. other. This guy was the much naturally bigger Way fighter. Way bigger fighter. Way bigger fighter. I thought. The level of clash. The level of clash. It showed, but at the same time, tough kid. 
Norbert, Norbert, I'm not saying his last name, uh, 24 and 3 with 17 knockouts. He was able to land a lot of shots on him. He landed way too many shots. That's the reason why I wasn't impressed with uh, Anthony Durrell's performance. He was not as sharp as he should be. He he was fighting at first in round one. Uh, Round two, he started to impose more of his will. Um, but I, I don't his the level opposition between uh, Norbert and Mr. Potty was he does he doesn't really have he yes. doesn't really he has Callum Smith is only that he doesn't have the level of fighters and you could tell because when he fought Andre Anthony Durrell he just was flat footed he was out of his class he was a punching bag for most of the fight though he was able to he was able to land a lot of shots but his power was not effective you can tell that not Anthony Durrell was walking straight Durrell through Durrell had no respect for it and you could tell the level of class usually will be immediately revealed at Right when they're in the center of the ring, before right when they touch gloves. Yeah. Usually, if you if you if you have a good enough eye, you can see it right then and there. And then when the first couple punches is thrown, you'll, if you, you'll see it for sure. If you guys are now, I actually was uh, I was actually able to find a couple of people who actually watched our show like without me knowing though. But um, and I talked to it, and a lot of them were like, "Hey man, I don't even watch boxing, but your guys' show is entertaining." Which we thank you. Thanks. So um, you know, Justin, uh, Daryl, all you are you guys, we um, I appreciate you guys for that, but. And whoever the, you are in Ashburn, Virginia, we kind of want to know. Hit us yeah. up at Talking Smack 101 on Twitter. Just yeah. just to say what's up. Just because he was wondering who, who his other Virginia native fan is. Yeah, so I was talking to him. They was like, even though we don't know much boxing. What I look for, the first thing I look for in a boxing in a boxing match is who's more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Who's not flinching as much. Who just seems naturally comfortable when a shot is thrown when a shot is thrown at him. Are they slipping or are they reacting? Now, I hate to go back to our first show for this one, but a good example would be the... the the Ronda Rousey versus Amanda Nunes. At the very beginning of that fight, you see Amanda Nunes being the natural boxer. She comes in, her hands will be up, but her hands are loose. Not even, yeah. not, not even a closed fist or anything yeah. loose. Versus Rousey, intense. Yeah. Fist, fist is balled up and ready. Yeah. She's burning calories right there while she's Just making a fist, getting ready fist. to go. Not comfortable at all. And 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 that showed and revealed itself. Same thing here. Anthony Durrell came in with a good bounce, too easy, took it light. But he was in there with easy opposition. Yeah. So far, I'm going to say, right now, based off of what Andre Berto said, with this fight, they're 0-1 as far as for everybody fighting everybody. That was an easy fight for Anthony Durrell. I would like to see him fight somebody a little better, but I'm not. I'm, I'm so going to have to look and see how long if you're gonna, If you're going to fight somebody, if you're going to fight somebody who's not in your uh, class or your... Uh, or when the level opposition is not in the same, you can't get hit like that. So yeah. I'm gonna take it back to, um, or at least get like an old fighter with a name. Yeah. So, right. Sam uh, Samuel Vargas, the guy who Danny Garcia just beat last, mm-hmm. he shouldn't have even been in the ring with Danny no, Garcia, not at all. and Danny Garcia made it look like that. The dude did not land any sh- clean shots Nothing really on Danny Garcia. All. He made it look like he was in a different class. That's what you. Anthony Durrell, if you're listening, which I hope you are, man, you're a talented fighter, and I actually like you, man. I like you and your brother Andre. Both of you guys are talented fighters, man. Make it easier on yourself, man. You're 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 gonna you're in the hurt game. You're in the fight. You're in the hurt business, man. We know don't you don't ultimately you decide the, the opponents, but you can say who you want to fight. You can speak it. If you speak it publicly, they have no choice to make the fight. Now we're gonna just spend a couple seconds on Durrell. Because James DeGallon Badu Jack fought just on 168. Can he beat any of those other title holders? He's already lost Badu Jack once. He can. He can. Okay. He can. It all comes down to his discipline and his focus in his training camp. Okay. okay. I mean, like, honestly, 
when it comes to Badu Jack, when it comes to Anthony Durrell, and then when it comes to like uh, who did he just fought? Uh, James DeGale. Mm -hmm. When it comes to those guys, the class isn't. I don't think there was there any classes a. Uh, ahead of anybody yep. like they're all they're pretty all much the same there. Class, it's just yep. and it's one of those any given sunday type nights mm -hmm. man is who who I'll, can do it i would like to see james i'm um, sorry i would like to anthony Durrell to fight J, uh, george groves that's uh james DeGale's kind of uh, nemesis he fought carl frock twice lost badoo jack he's a good solid test i think it'd be a good fight for anthony Durrell. uh next up is i, I won't call him the american dream i even sent him a tweet not from mars about <laughs> this, Eris um, Landy Lara versus Yuri Forum. I I, I did send, I, I sent him a tweet and said, uh, I can't call you the American Dream if you refuse to learn the language. I can't do it, <laughs> can't do it bro. You can't you can't do it because look, he's been he's been fighting in the states now for ten years. Ten yeah. years. Like Cotto, they try. Marquez tries. They. All of them, all they of them all try. try. Yeah, Triple G tries. They'll at least he will yeah. even talk smack in English. Why is that such a big deal to you, man? Trying to learn the language, man. You know what you sound like? Bro, you sound like a Trump supporter. If I was in Cuba, they would beat me down, throw me away if I if I refused to learn the language. Right? I thought I was your hood pass. Yeah, it's uh, out here in the states. You think you think my stuff don't translate to Cuba? You don't speak Spanish. We'd man, have to sit there and like. We would stand out like sore thumbs. I man, would come Paquito, in there trying to look Paquito, like. First of all, homeboy, I'd get, I'd pass. <laughs> I'd pass in Cuba. I'll just dress up like a Cuban fighter and just nod and smile the whole time. Oh, until somebody tests you. But somebody anyway, go, go ahead, continue. They will test me if I'm standing next to you, son. Eris Landy Laura versus Yuri Foreman. Yuri Foreman, former world champion, has a fight in almost less than a year. Lost his title to Miguel Cotto. He can't punch his way out of a paper bag, but he's a good slick boxer. But Eris Landy Laura handled him. Um, and he got him with the bolo punch. He knocked him out with a bolo punch in the fourth round. That's that uppercut that connects in the chest to the chin, as you heard from Sugar Ray Seals. Arisland and Laura should be one of the top fighters, but like I was hearing when they were watching the commentating on it, talking about how do you get a guy who's so good but doesn't have that style that's so appealing. It, well, he said he's going to start knocking more people out. Mm -hmm. And then they had a, I like, I, you know, what's really funny is um, I kind of wish we were recording it live or something like that because there's a lot of the stuff they said that. We don't do no takes. This we, is we live. Don't, no, no, I'm talking live. about I wish we watched the fight live. Oh, okay. I wish we watched the fight live and like record it at the same time because a lot of stuff I wanted to discuss, the commentators actually brought it up too. Um, yeah, the only problem with that is they we were would never about, be able to release all the stuff that I say. Probably. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, it's not that he, he. They were talking about how you know most people who turn boxers try to turn punchers later, and he said you can't. You don't really do that. He named a couple fighters like Marquez. Mm -hmm. You know, was able to start knocking people out later on down the road. Is I don't think he's going to be able to do it because he's still going to be a tactician fighter. Um, if he wasn't Cuban, I would say it might be possible. But they're so they're they're such pedigrees. It's hard for them to get away from their natural style that they learned through the amateur ranks, and. You can't, even if you want, just like Mayweather, even if he wanted to brawl, his instinct will kick in and he'll use his muscle memory and naturally box and just make well, you look bad. Yeah. Well, you're talking about uh, money, Mayweather, not Pretty Boy Floyd, because yes. Pretty Boy Floyd was the killer. He was the one who was in there knocking people out and getting the job done. Ares Randy Laura is a boxer, and a pure boxer is what it is. He's, and he's, he's a. Pop, the. 
He's 23 and 2 with 13 knockouts, so he doesn't have the uh, knockout resume which uh, some of the fighters have. He's he's not really a fan favorite. Like, and then it's a shame too because he's one of the most talented people in there. As far as he's one of those Guillermo Rigondos, like mm -hmm. one of those just regularly good foot foot movement. He's just like the boxer that we talked about before, where it's just like somebody gets in there, he's always comfortable. He's he's a master boxer. Yeah. He, Ares Randy Laura is a master, master boxer, boxer. Yep. and I I feel bad because I think he would get more notoriety. If he was undefeated, but the undefeated, the people he lost, he lost to Canelo Alvarez, which and is Paul Williams. He, okay, I'm gonna get there. Yeah, so he lost to Canelo Alvarez, which could have went either way, but you hit, but he did not take it from the champ. Yeah. That's the thing about it. He didn't. All of his shots that Canelo landed hurt, yeah. but he ended up staying from the outside, and he didn't do enough to take the belt from the champ. So that was understandable. And he lost to Paul the Punisher Williams. Which was not, that's a robbery. I, that was a robbery. That was a robbery. That was that's robbery. nothing he controversial. That was a robbery. Yeah. And then, um, and one thing I actually wrote about that because uh, a couple of notes that I had on there, the Paul Williams fight. All the that let me tell you how that you know this is a robbery. All the judges in that fight got suspended <laughs> right after that fight. Right after that fight, it was you don't get you don't get that. That's a robbery when all the yeah, judges get yeah. suspended for that. So so he ended up taking a he that ended up being his first loss. Um, Star power gets you the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why he lost to Paul Williams. That's the reason why he he wasn't a big enough, big enough star. It gives you the benefit yeah. of the doubt. He got robbed of Paul Williams. When I was, I, I refused to, I, I won't give him that he beat Canelo. I no, I didn't. He I don't think he, yeah, he did. Now, he if you were Eris Landy Laura, what, what should you do? Should you stay at 154? Should we go to 160? Should we go at the bigger names? Like he he needs to just get Canelo off of his lips. Just He's, stop just stop worrying about the yeah. Canelo fight. Should he pursue the Charlos? Uh, there's Demetrius Andra, or should he go up to 160 and try to go after like uh, Triple G? There's also still Andy Lee out there. Peter, where's where's Peter? Where's Kid Chocolate? Where's he disappeared to? You know, and who else is at 154? We still have David. Lemieux. So you got the you got the Charlo brothers. You got Demetrius Andra. You got. Um, even the Julian Williams kid that lost. Yep. You still got Miguel Cotto. You got Liam Smith. You need one of those. If if Cotto's gonna retire this Ooh. year, that would be a good that would be a good uh fight for him. That'd be a good that'd be a good yeah. solid win for him. He'd be the little bit bigger fighter. If he wants to make a statement, he needs to beat one of the Charlos. You got Jared you got Jared you got Jared Swift Hurd still, Erickson Lubin. Um, Ooh, you got young lions. They, got, ain't, yeah. they ain't worked their way up yet. They ain't ready. They haven't got the name to like. Eric Landy Laurie ain't got star power, but those guys ain't up there yet. They'll get yeah. worked. I want if he wants to make a statement. Look, look, Laura. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll send you a tweet again in, in Spanish again. Go after Andrade or the Chalos or go to 160. It's that simple. There's nothing left for you 154. If you can't get one of those three fights, just go back to Cuba. Unpop stop, stop wasting your time. Unpopular opinion. Not saying he would win. He would give. He would give Triple G real problems. Who? Eris Randy Lara. Oh yeah. He would give. He, he, him, he would, would give him real problems. Now he, he doesn't. Have, he does not have the. He does not have the power to keep up mm -hmm. to sit there and stay in a phone booth and and fight Triple G. But the thing is, his footwork and his master boxing skills. He can. He can sit there and last, and he can fight and box with him for twelve rounds. Now I'm talking. We're talking about the American Dream, Eris Landy Lara. So for you newcomers. Look up Eris Landy Lara, L-A-R-A, versus Alfred Angulo, A-N-G-U-L-O. Yeah. Because you guys are probably familiar with Triple G now, but that was a great fight, and that's a good example where you can see Eris Landy Lara stuck in a phone booth fight against a dog. And then see, even this fight, and we didn't, even, we didn't even mention, he just fought uh, Yuri Foreman. There was a KO in the fourth round. 
Yeah, and that so was he got him out there quickly. And if you listen to our last show, and it was uh, we like had it going all twelve rounds. Yeah, we had it going all twelve rounds because that's what he does. He usually will outbox you, but if he's saying he's not getting the notoriety he deserves, he's gonna have to start knocking people out so he gets noticed. This and he is knocked what he's him out with out, the bolo punch, with the uppercut, straight up. Originally uppercut. documented in Tacoma, the bolo punch. If you that's, don't know, that's funny. Go back and check out the interview with Sugar Ray Seals. He'll tell you all about the bolo punch. It's a very beautiful punch. Not many people can connect with it. It takes timing, but if you land it, you go down just like Yuri Foreman did because he dropped to one knee and could not get up. You know what's funny? Before the fourth round came up, he wasn't even looking for the knockout. Mm. I don't know if he just saw something in the fourth round where he started taking more chances, mm -hmm. and he just, like, you know how they people stick their jab hand up and then they kind of, like, measure the distance and then they'll, they'll shoot their power right after him? That's what he started doing. Yeah, and yeah, He, just he was looking up. for that uppercut. I don't I don't know if he was expecting a knockout on it, but he, he got was. it. He yeah. got it. It's all that matters. That, 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 that's good boxing right you hit, there. You hit that off switch, man. You go down. Hey, the greatest boxers are never looking for the knockout. It'll it just, just happens. Comes one of the one of the, I forgot who it was. I want to say it was Jim Lampley that may have said it. Just kind of like uh, he said, Floyd. Floyd, if the door's open, he'll walk through it for the knockout. Mm -hmm. But he's not just gonna kick the door down for it. Mm -hmm. And then so like, and I always thought of that too. It's just like, hey, I don't need the knockout hey. because I'm gonna win off was points. That a domestic violence joke there about Floyd. Kicking the door down. Huh? It was a biggie door. It was a biggie oh, reference. Okay. It was a kick in the door, waving the 4 4. My bad. All you heard was, Poppy, don't hit me no more. <laughs> I apologize because we are here talking about the real hip hop and the sweet science. Squared Circle 101 is where you can hit us up at on Facebook, at Gmail. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, talk some smack at Talk and Smack 101. Don't forget to download the app, Squared Circle. It's available in iTunes, App Store, Google Play. And subscribe. We're almost to 100 followers in all in all those hosting sites. We're going to get that iHeart money. I'm telling you. Now, next up, normally we would go into Gervonta Davis versus Jose Pedraza. But then there's the James DeGale-Badu Jack fight we're going to talk about first. Just because we're going to spend a lot of time on those ones. Oh, there was also a fight in between that uh, Laura and Darrell fight, the Carlos Piano? The the Juan Carlos Piano versus uh Cadriza? Nah, it's uh Carranza. Asael Carranza. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about this, I talked about counterpart and I wanted to talk about this was because uh Juan Carlos Piano, Southpaw, he was a former Bantamweight champion. He is seventeen and one with eight knockouts. The other guy, Carranza, I don't want to disrespect him, but it didn't matter he, to him. It, he, it, he, he was just he in there. He worked. was just in there. This was his uh, first fight since. His this is uh, Piano's first fight since his loss to Rasheed Warren in the bantamweight division, and we actually had to start. Now we watched, we watched the the Rasheed Warren Piano fight last year. It was right Didn't before we, we started. The right, show. right before we started watching this though, so we weren't able to cover it though. But the reason why I had to had to bring this up because the Piano fight. I was like, this guy. He He's if he hungry, if this is his first he fight since hungry. he lost his belt, I want to see how he lost his belt. Yeah. And then going back to the Rasheed Warren fight, I need them to fight for the third time it would because be great. that's because be he great. lost. So it would be great. They they were both high volume punches. You know what we say when they when you're in the good into the small the flyweights. It's gonna the be bloody. It's gonna be bloody and it's it gonna be gonna a be lot bloody. of punches thrown. So. Great combos, great movement, great counters. This guy was a perfect fighter and a slugger. He was really smooth, too, in the pocket Real when he smooth. fought. You First, know, considering that uh, Carraza had that height on him. Yeah. He just 
he used did. the jab, got in, mm. circled him. Very smooth, looked real he, he good. He was relentless, crazy angle. You know, definitely showed the level. You know, you know, you know how uh, you try not to do it, but you end up doing it. You compare black fighters to black fighters. You care compare white fighters to white fighters. You know, just like how you do it. I them. don't. But yeah, you do. No, I don't. Anyway, he reminded me of a lot of uh, the Matrix. Talk about Andre, the movie or Andre, Andre Durrell? Uh, no, no, not Andre Durrell. The Matrix. Um, Andre Durrell's Matrix. No, not no. He's not. They were talking. They were just talking about him. Yeah, John Wick. No, not John. Morpheus. Wick. I can't stand you. This guy over here. Get your reference right. Samson Simpson. I stick by my story. All right. Now, Go ahead. Payano looked real smooth. You saw that that was a former world champion in the ring versus the guy he was against, and that's another example of that level of class that Payano has. Now, that's not a very stacked division. So, but he, he should be able to get that rematch with Rasheed Warren. And uh, I believe, who else is in that, that one, uh, 118 Battleweight division? Any other big names in there we can see? No really big names in there. Uh, not, no really big names no, in not, there. Now that Chocolatito went up, not really anything big in the 118. So if you can go up to 122, you can get some good fights. Then you get more, you get more. But he has to get his belt back he from Rasheed He got to get his belt back, that's right. And the Jamie McDonald's up there trying to get that belt. So we'll see. That Rasheed Warren was a PBC fight. I think that rematch is probably going to happen. That was a PBC card there. Good job, Juan Carlos Payano. Hopefully we'll be talking about you again some more in the future. Now, there's this kid, Javante Davis. We're going to probably talk about this dude and spend a lot of time on him. So because of that, we're going to talk about the James DeGale versus Badu Jack unification bout. This, when I first saw the fight, I was like, this is a fight of the year candidate right here. Yeah. But then I had to think to myself, it's the first fight weekend. Am I really going that far to say it's a fight of the year well, candidate? Well, so far since since it's the beginning of the year and it's only fights, yes, it's the fight based of the year. On the fights we've seen. <laughs> based, based on the fights, on the we've, fights seen. we've seen, it's definitely an FOTY candidate. Now, how did you feel about the decision? I had a 115-113 James DeGale. Oh, I had James DeGale by one point. So, so there you go. So a draw. So, so I see, I can see I honestly I'm, I'm not gonna say it's I'm not gonna a say the day for me. I'm so glad that everything that I've taught you <laughs> the last 26 episodes started to rub off finally. <laughs> and you know what's funny because like I was since I wasn't able to watch it live, I sat and I was like I'm gonna make sure. I usually don't score the fights. So I usually just eyeball it and I can tell who pretty much won. I just sit there and I was like, let me let me sit here and put pen to pad and come out with it. I had yeah, I had him up two rounds and I honestly don't see how I can see how they had it close, but I thought James DeGale, I thought he was way busier and even though Badu Jack picked his shots. Vasily Lomachenko, that's what I was thinking about, The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm so that's late with his, that. That's not his that's name. That's not his name, but that's what they've been calling him. Yeah, he is, yeah. But he has, yeah, to, he what, has to earn that name from Andre yeah. Durrell. Yeah. Now, so. even even at moments when I thought that Badu Jack was like even imposing his will, James DeGale still controlled the ring. Yeah. He controlled the movement. He controlled where the yeah. action went. Mm -hmm. The dude spit out his broken bridge. Hey, man, if you ain't seen him... As a matter of fact, we'll have to put the pictures Chunky. up. We'll we'll have to put the pictures up. 
James DeGale spit out his mouthpiece. So he could breathe better. So he could breathe better, but he ended up getting his teeth knocked out. So he has his front teeth that was, he was bloody and broken. Yeah, and he his said teeth it was, it was already a bridge that he yeah. probably lost somewhere throughout his life yeah. in England or whatever. Now, that was the eighth super middleweight unification you see his in sister? history. You see his sister? His sister was fine. Yeah, she was banging. She, she was, was she was yeah, bad. She was so James, at Chuck, James Miguel, I need more fights from you that are televised so I can US. stare at your sister. In the U.S. now, but dude, Jack it does not look like you're what you would think for a Swede. If I told you he's from Sweden, when I hear the name Badu Jack, I'm thinking about the Tekken character. But he, Jack the Ripper, is for sure. He does go to the body real well, but. Yeah. No, he could not control the ring at all. He didn't. He fought at James Miguel's that's, pace. That's the reason why I had James Miguel. He's Gale. lucky last, he got to keep his belt. Last last episode, we talked about this. I had James Miguel losing, I mean, winning this fight. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought from my eyeballs, I thought he did win the fight. I didn't think Badu Jack did enough. I mean, he was lucky for that draw. He now, was really lucky for that draw. James Miguel said, let's do it again in England. And then he even mentioned 175. Do you think he's having trouble... Making one sixty eight. He had enough time. I don't see what was the problem. Yeah. Why would he? Why would you need to and go he's across so the? Thin. He see. He seems like he's so thin and lanky. Like dude, Jack looks like he can make one seventy five easy. Now I'm not gonna say that because if they go across the water, if they go to the UK, they fight that he wins because I think he should win. But I hope that doesn't. But dude, Jack's born in Sweden though. So yeah. No, he should but, have just as many fans there. But where? But where does this? Where's this training camp at? Vegas, baby. Under who? Mayweather. Under the money team, man. So he's Americanized as much as possible. So he listened to rap music. He's got some Jordans. He has an entourage. I saw like four of the brothers with him that probably weren't Swedish. You know. What you trying to say? Chains. What you trying to say? They were probably financial advisors from the. Country, right? <laughs> Where's your head going? I don't know yeah. So um. What you're talking? Uh, I mean, I understand if he wants to have one since he had one in America to have one back home. But I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. I think if uh, given given a rematch, I think, I think he James went I win went easily, easily, easily. So even though I had him up uh, two rounds, now let's get into this kid, Javante Davis. All right, so I'm going to take over, Javante Davis. We've been waiting. To We've talk been about waiting this to talk about this. Not only been waiting to talk about this, this fight, this fight was better than expected, in my opinion. But the great thing about let's it slow is, down this, a little bit. Let's let's pull up Javante Davis's record. His nickname is the Tank. Now, kind of like what I said with my man Kovalev, Crusher Kovalev, you earn your nicknames. Javante Davis said to walk into the gym, he's like, yo, call me the Tank. Call me Tank the Stank. Call me Javante the Tank Davis. They don't even got that good of a ring to it, unless it comes from someone else's mouth. Now, I believe his record is 17 no, his, his record was 16 wins, 15 knockouts. Now, it's 17 wins and 16 knockouts. That's correct. This boy is a beast. Now, he fought Jose Pedraza, who is a solid, solid tested. This is the, this is the current junior lightweight, uh, junior lightweight IBF champion. So you got a guy who's only had 16 fights at this point, taking on the champion who is 22-0 with 12 knockouts, right? Puerto Rican, correct? Now, you might remember the name Jose Pedraza, what we talked about in previous shows, because he's the only one who put an L, gave an L to Jason Sosa. And he also gave an L to Tevin Farmer, two other up-and-coming prospects. Yeah. So he, he he's definitely a good, good fighter. He's a good he's a good fighter because the thing is, if you TKO Tevin Farmer, who's one of the pound-for-pound -pound best out at right now, he beat 
Edner Cherry, Andre Klimov, Klimov. He's he's got some cats on here that he's his resume is Michael way better. His resume cool. is way better than Javante Davis. But I don't know what you said because you're usually wrong. But I had Javante Davis winning this fight. I, I blame I blame Jose Pedraza's corner because for for being a slick fighter, thinking he could stand and and, and brawl with the tank. I, it was a horrible game plan. Should have used his height. Should have boxed him. But that's that Puerto Rico kicking in. All right, man. So um, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read some of the notes that I have written down from that fight. Then I'm gonna sit here and argue with you, and I'm gonna tell you why his corner was not to blame. And I'm gonna tell you why I respect Jose Pedraza for what he did. So Javante um, Davis was a way better boxer than I gave him credit for. Okay. I thought he was raw power. I thought he'd get in. I thought he goes to the body. I, I thought he headhunted a lot. Like in his previous in it, no, in his pre in his previous fights. But he showed me a lot of boxing skills in this. Now what his punches went through Pedraza's defense. Mm -hmm. Like his like he this guy's heavy handed, heavy armed. He has real power. How and he's fought kid? Man, this kid's 22 years old. 22 years as old. As a world champion. And now he's a world champion. World IBF champ. You are one of the four baddest men on the planet in the weight division of 130 pounds, right? That's correct. Now, I'm not going to take away from his win because that's a solid win beating Jose Pedraza. Yeah. But now we're going to find out if Jose Pedraza is even a credible champion or Javante Davis credible champion. Go to that boxing ranking right now. Let's see here. Because let's look at this. Javante Davis got 17 total fights. Mm -hmm. Pedraza had 23, 24 total fights. Now let's start right there. 130 pounds. Now let's look at the, just let's look at the champions alone in 130 pounds right now. Francisco Vargas. Okay. Jason Sosa. Uh, Jezreel Corrales. Mm -hmm. Vasily Lomachenko. Mm -hmm. Now, Javante Davis. We're not, we're not even going to talk about him and Lomachenko because Lomachenko is another level. But Francisco Vargas even. How's he going to match up to a guy like that? You know what? He took this. He took this belt, and uh, I can't say I can't say nothing about it. I can't yeah. say nothing about it. So if we're going to give somebody like Vasily Lomachenko, who has what eight fights, if we're going to rank him one of the pound for pound best out, why wouldn't you do it with somebody who has double the fights at hey, that? I'm not saying I won't rank him because of the amount of fights he has. But just do Javante Davis. Can he beat Lomachenko? Let's just, before you even answer that question, let's 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 go down. Let's say. Let's say Gary Russell Jr. moves up from 126 to 130. Can Devontae Davis beat him? They're nah, both five No, no, foot? check this out. Check this Six. out. Check this out. Check this out. So from 126 to 130, we got Gary Russell, Carl Frampton. We're you got listen, No, listen, listen. We're talking about if they go okay. up. I'm talking about anybody who's in that four-pound difference. You got Vasily Lomachenko. You got Orlando Salido. Takashi Mira, uh, Mira. Now listen, now listen, now listen. Salido. Now listen, now listen. Takashi Mira versus Javante fighter, Davis? All those fighters Ooh. are named. Those are, dude, those now are listen, guys. all those fighters are named. Uh -huh. They've peaked. Yeah. You've seen the best that they have to offer. Okay. Their, their fighting style is not going to change. Uh -huh. They're going to turn more into boxers as they get a little bit older. Okay. But you haven't seen the best Javante Davis. Nope. Okay. So I, you're talking about a 22-year-old kid who still has exactly. to learn the game. Still has to learn the game, but now you have to know the game because you're the champion. Yeah. Everybody's coming after you. Yeah. There's no more learning, right? Yeah. So now I believe he's good. The tank is a, he's a beast, bro. But now I'm starting to think maybe Pedraza. No, no, I don't know. no. Because at the same time as we had we last week's episode, we went we went over this, right? We uh -huh. talked about we talked about this fight, 
and we thought Pedraza was going to stay on the outside, use his height and use his length. Did not. He brought the fight to him. And and the thing is, when you have somebody like a Javante Davis. every Dav- fighter that wants to fight Javante Davis, look at that fight, bad game plan. No, not a bad game plan. Not a big, bad game plan. He lost, but it was not a bad game plan. Okay. He brought the fight to him. So if you're Javante Davis, this guy is taller and longer than you. From all of his previous fights, he fights from the outside, correct? Yep. So if he brings the fight to you, doesn't that throw, doesn't that throw you doesn't that throw you off because you're not expecting that what he is? Now, mm-hmm. should he have backed off maybe every other round and went in and out and did more of that? Yes. Maybe he should have done that, but definitely just straight, should. but definitely straight. As a champion, he could have stayed on the outside mm-hmm. and boxed him and kept the belt because if it was close, he still would have retained uh, off of a draw. He still would have retained the title. But I respect the fact that the champ still brought it to this youngster and was like, look. You're going to have to take in. this. Pride, pride, did, pride did kick in. But at the same time, is the only thing that made it, when you fight somebody like Javante Davis, somebody who is relentless mm-hmm. and goes at you and goes to the body, you have to make him respect your power. Yes. So he didn't have enough power to make him respect. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say respect it, but he had enough power to keep him off of him if he was a fight from the outside. Now, he's sitting at 130 pounds. Do you th- Now, we'll go from 126 right now. We're looking at all these cats. If they moved up in weight. To fight Javante Davis, how do you think he would match up against an Oscar Valdez or an Abner Mars? What are you talking about? If they if they moved up four pounds to fight Javante Davis, these are these are tested vets. Well, yeah. Abner Mars, tested vet, good brawler. Oscar Valdez, young yeah, and you hungry, know, you know, up and comer, just you know like Oscar Valdez, just like Javante Davis. Um, it's a pick 'em fight. Okay. It's still a pick 'em fight because Javante Davis, you still have not. You still have not seen his best, and that's the thing is like he has so much to learn because he took a lot of shots that he kept laughing. He was running his mouth inside the ring as he was getting punched. He could have moved. He his did nose, move his some nose of the times. Bloody too. His, his face it, was red. It, he handled him. He, he handled, handled him. He handled, handled him, him he really handled him well. Good. He handled him good. Now, if you were Mayweather, what do you do? Who do you who do you put him up against next? Because right now you're sitting in a one thirty pound division where Lomachenko doesn't plan on moving up to one thirty five or anything. Mm-hmm. He's sitting at 130. Anybody else got to come up to him. And his goal is to unify all those titles, just like Triple G. Yep. So. What do, what do I want? Or? If, you were, if you were Mayweather and Javante Davis, who would you try to match him up before someone like Lomachenko? This is, Lomachenko is going to be the prize. Okay. Would you put him up against, try to maybe Francisco Vargas or Jason Sosa, who, who lost to Jose Pedraza? Maybe Tevin Farmer, so who look, lost to Jose so Pedraza? So... You know how uh, you seen the, you seen the show Entourage, right? Mm-hmm. So when Vincent Chase was uh, he was talking to Ari, his manager, and then he had that passion project, mm-hmm. and he was like, Ari was like, "Look, you do one for you, mm-hmm. and you do one for the studio." When he was talking about making monies, yep. So you just got so you just got your championship belt. Mm-hmm. You need more ring experience to be able to sit there and hold that title. Mm-hmm. You get one or two tomato cans. Okay. You now I do I want that? No, I don't want that. I want to make the best fighter. But if I'm Mayweather, I'm protecting my brand. I'm getting him more rounds. This dude has what did they say? He had 50, 60 rounds, so, maybe. I, I completely. Read, ooh, I'm, I'm gonna hit up Mayweather right now because I can see I see a good name in there right now. Billy Dibb would be a good one to fight. Javier Fortuna, who yeah. just beat Omar Douglas. Maybe mm-hmm. Omar Douglas, a little redemption. Now, at the same time, if he just took the title from Jose Pedraza, he deserves he deserves a fight off. He should fight Billy Dibb. Billy Dibb is a former world title holder at 126 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to be under um, SMS promotions with uh, 50 Cent. Um, lost all his, uh, his, he lost his title to the Russian Mexican dude Eugenie Gradovich. 
good tested guy from uh, New Zealand, and I feel like that would be a good win for him. He should be easily beat him. So when we uh, but did that's you a see, former did champion. You see, did you see Javante Davis' body shot that he hit him with in the sixth round? Yes. That he ended up like Jose Javante Davis hit Jose Pedraza in his in his kidney so hard that he held it for. 30, I think it was 30, 30, 45 seconds till the end of the round. Like, he actually switched from southpaw to orthodox so he could keep it away from him. And then he still, when he came out, he was still holding that man. Like, I wonder how hard he hit him because it was... Javante Davis is destined to go up bigger in weight. My only his, thing... His body frame requires it. My he's argument... Not, he's not the only thing I did, to, I did not like about that, I thought he kept his hands low a little bit too much. Because he, he didn't... Took he didn't, he didn't no, he took way too many punches. He's 22 years old. He's young. He can afford still to take invincible. those... He, he's, he's still invincible. You got that right. And Jose Pedraza was in no way, shape, or form going to sit there and knock him out. Now, more devil's advocate. Let's go, let's go up a little bit. Let's talk 135. How do you think Javante Davis would measure up with someone like a Jorge Linares... Or, or Mikey, Jr. Mikey Garcia, or Richard Comey. I think he's still, we haven't seen the best of him. I still think he, ha he has a higher ceiling than all of them. Al Heyman, we have just told you your entire fight cards for like the entire year and next two years. You got him. As long as he stays focused and as long as he doesn't Adrian Broner himself and sit there and get a whole bunch of yes men in his corner and he stays focused, Mayweather was right. He could be the future of boxing. He mm -hmm. said he is the future in boxing. He still needs more rounds to me he because you because usually usually it's the boxers that'll do this mm -hmm. and then they get in there with a brawler or somebody who's relentless. But he actually ends up being that person who is relentless. So Ooh. I don't think he's going to fight anybody. He's not going to fight anybody. I would like to see him fight Nicholas Walters. The Axeman, who uh, Lomachenko just beat. Yeah, he he didn't he quit. He didn't he quit. Yeah. You want you want him fight Nicholas Walters? Yeah, because if you knock out Nicholas Walters, you made a statement. Lomachenko made him quit. Worked him. Lomachenko, he's on another level. Level. He's 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 uh, he is an X factor. He's on another level. He he's a rising star. Um, I don't I don't think anybody could beat him 130 pounds down. Even the one. only thing is you can't you can't put him on there because that's basically he's not going to fight for not the money and that's basically giving him another title shot. Nicholas Walters does not deserve another no, he title shot. So so that's not even that would be a good matchup. Good if, matchup. You know, no, if, it if, would be if, if Mayweather's listening, put him up against Billy Dib, have him beat a former world title. That's kind of a tomato can. Now he's a gatekeeper, and then you could test him with somebody like maybe Javier Fortuna or Omar Douglas would be a good fight. He needs yeah he needs kind of like that second tier fighter, like two of those second tier fighters. Billy Dib would be perfect because. Billy Dibs will give you twelve rounds. He needs. He needs. Uh, he's never been past the ninth. That's a good and bad thing. He's a. That's a good and bad thing. Yes, he's never been past the ninth. So he, I think he's going to need somebody to. That's why I said the tomato can. Something where he can go longer. See how his how his lungs hold up. To see how his boxing IQ stays up after you know thirty six minutes of straight boxing. That's what he needs to do. Because when you have somebody that's talented. Tank. He's Frank, he said he's Frank, seventeen and zero with sixteen knockouts. He's not used to going. He's not used to going long. The only, you can't you can rely on that power because you're always going to have that. That's what Mike Tyson did, and that was end up being one of his downfalls. Regardless, yep. Regardless of what I can do, I can always knock this dude out. Not everybody's going to be like that. You go in. I mean, granted, they're in different weight classes, but you go in there with a. What Ares Randy Lara or something like that, who's just a smart fighter, and he's like, I can stay on the outside and I can just, just I'm conditioned, just I can just work you the whole time and just can out connect you. So what do you think, like someone like boxer, a boxer like Gary Russell Jr., fast hand speed, does mm -hmm. it hit as hard as Javante Davis? How do you think he would? He's gonna, he, he's gonna. It's it's either or. I honestly think everything. 
Javante Davis has, he's going to dictate it. So if he loses the fight, it's going to be because of Javante Davis. I don't see him losing because somebody beat him. Don't think I'm I can torn see, with I can Javante see, I can, Davis. I can see him beating himself more. Than, right now, I want to just say he's the top 2017 prospect to watch. But I can't say that because he's a champion now. Does that make sense? Uh, the, the that, that's the, just no, where, I, that's, no, that's I understand. I still feel the jury. I still feel the jury still out on uh, Vasily Lomachenko. Uh -huh. Like he's a great fighter, but I mean, we need. I mean, he even though he smashed uh, Nicholas Walters, but destroyed him. But like, um, there, there's a couple of cats he that I'm still. Everybody in front of him. Yeah. Now, now I have a question for you. There's a, a a fight that was announced for Cinco de Mayo weekend, and at first I was like, huh, but then I thought about it again. Is like, did this cat just take a page from Mayweather's book? We got Canelo versus Chavez Jr. Now this fight is this official? Yeah, it's official, and I'm actually I'm actually really happy. I'm actually happy about this fight. I'm happy about this because I feel like this guarantees a Triple G Canelo in September, because they're going to be fighting at 165 or 164. Uh, they're it, it was like a 164 catch weight or, you see that thing I posted the other day, the weight classes, mm. and then like uh. It went. It had a list of all the weight classes, and two of the weight classes were the Canelo class, because <laughs> he makes up his own weight class. Him, him, and Pacquiao. Want, him and Pacquiao. But right. um, I'm I'm happy for this. I'm actually happy for the Mexican fans who get the who get this because you got the. This is a business got, fight here. This is a battle for Mexico. You got bragging uh, rights. You got Chavez's son, and then you have his blood son. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you got the son he has and the son he wish he had. And the son he wish he has. That's right. Now I so, feel like you took a straight page from Mayweather's book on this. And one how how do you figure? Well, for one, he 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 made Chavez Jr. come down to fight him and wait because now he's supposed to be campaigning at almost one seventy five. Yeah, you want but this he was fight? at he was at one he was at one sixty eight as his last uh, light heavyweight. So he's having to come down to one sixty four versus super or super middleweight. I'm sorry. Because now when Mayweather fought Canelo, he fought. Cotto at the full 154 limit, but he made Canelo come down to 152. Yeah. Right? That's, that's right. And then at the same time, he dictated the entire negotiations. Okay, can we kill? All right. Well, yes, because he, he has a position of power. Mm -hmm. Now, before I get there, how do you feel about Oscar De La Hoya talking about Canelo is not, his body's not fully mature to fight middleweight at 160 to fight Triple G, but he's going to go up to 164, 165 to fight. Uh, Chavez Jr. Well, for one, when it comes to weight like that, you can't trust a man who knows his own lingerie size with that one. Because uh, he's going to tell you all sizes with that. So we could, he could be giving us the wrong angle when he's looking at Canelo as far as for weight and mature. But Canelo's still a baby, bro. What, he's twenty, turning 24? Barely 24? He's two years older than Javante Davis. He's I young. He's I think he's 25. I don't think his car insurance went down yet. Let's 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 look it up. Let's look up. Let's look up the cinnamon no, challenge. No, but, no, I can't believe what? nobody's trying to go after this cat with the cinnamon challenge yet. Because he was got it them, not popular got the, in Mexico? He got, he got the, was that just an American YouTube thing? I don't know what it was. The I didn't. I didn't. The Canelo challenge. How old is this boy? It says T TBA. He's twenty six. Twenty six years old. Wow. So his car insurance just went down, and how many fights he got? 50 probably and those are the ones that's recorded right not not to mention all the dudes he probably fought in gym trunks and basketball shorts no matter man he's still the champion his man. body is there man. no but like no, fighting no, but, Chavez Jr. this is gonna find out if he could take that bigger power from these bigger dudes that's for sure he's never faced anybody that size because Chavez Jr. is gonna walk into the ring almost 180 maybe 190 
If he if he even gets down to 165. Which he probably do you, won't. Do you think this fight will even happen? It's going to happen. You think so? It's going to happen. It's Whether it's going to be competitive enough, it's going to all depend on Chavez, man. We always talked about how he's one of the most talented boxers in there who just doesn't live just up to his... Natural uh, talent, has no ambition talent. for just, the sport. That, just, daddy, daddy took care of him. Daddy took care of him. It's going to be up to him, but this is going to be crazy. I like how I like how Canelo took over the single now, to my week. If I was hearing about Chavez Jr.'s story just through nothing but like bar fights... You know, fights in the streets, fights in casinos in the States or anywhere around the world because he's living off of dad's name. I can respect that more. You know, you're partying, you're young, you're living off the money. But you chose to be a fighter after 18 with no amateur background. And now you're purely riding your dad's coattails. Yeah. To lucky to be even getting a pay-per-view fight like this. Because he's had one pay-per-view fight also against Sergio Martinez where he got worked. Was that pay-per-view? Yeah. He got work, but he ended up knocking him down, and he made a comeback on the last round too. Oh, he he did in the you know what right there. Meldrick Taylor flash. No, it was no. Almost. We're not going to talk about that. But you know what? Uh, about that one thing that Chavez has a really problem. Uh, one of his huge problems that he's had throughout his career, which you can't. It's just a terrible problem to have, especially against Canelo. Weed. No, that's oh. not even his problem because a lot of yeah. them do it. A lot of them they do it. Do. They um, he starts late. He starts late. He, so he takes about about the fourth round is when he starts to come on. That's 12 minutes. You don't take 12 minutes to warm up against Canelo Alvarez. Canelo comes at you from the beginning. So. And Canelo's a beast, man. I I, I want to see how he's going to handle this power. We're not going to get into this too much because that's going to be a Cinco de Mayo weekend. Now, there is one fight coming up this weekend. Do you know about? I wasn't paying any attention to. Tito Ortiz versus Chael Sonnen. It's a senior match, I believe, on Bellator. I was wondering. I was like, I was like, did you mean Victor Ortiz? No, you're talking no, about Tito Ortiz. They yeah. are actually fight. When I saw that, I thought it was like a celebrity match or, you, you or like won't. a charity event, but it's an actual fight. Don't think about Chael Sonnen. I like is that dude can talk. He should have been a rapper. He should have been a rapper because he's got some, or or a comedian because he's got some lines. Now they did side David Lemieux versus Curtis Stevens. Which should be a good action-packed fight. I don't know when that fight's going to believe last um, is going to be last Wasn't time. Wasn't Tito Ortiz the one who dated Jenna Jameson? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only relevance he has to me. <laughs> How would you feel about that? Would you? Could you like? I've seen every movie you had. I know what you're capable of doing, and then marry her. No. No. Uh. What kind of stuff is he into then? I. You know what? You know she's from Vegas, though, right? And we got hey, we got Jenna Jameson, Andre Agassi, Ishe Smith, yeah, Sonny Ill. Bryce uh Bryce Harper, my favorite player. Who's that? From basketball? No, he's from the Washington Nationals, man. Ah. Two years ago he was the MVP of the league. Was he playing on fifty ones or something? Or is he actually from Vegas? No, he's from Ve- he's from wow. Vegas, man. He's going to be one of the highest paid baseball. He's probably man, God, you know there's more sport, you know there's more sports out there than besides fly fishing and boxing, right? Fly fishing in the middle of the desert. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what I can. That's why I pick up chicks. I call fly fishing. Oh God! Jesus Christ! Jesus El Cristo. Speaking of Jesus El Cristo, Mister Angel Garcia had a meltdown. If you go to facebook.com forward slash square circle one hundred and one, now have I asked you about the Danny Garcia hood pass? Yeah, and I gave it to him. You gave it to him. Now, this will not reflect Danny Garcia because this was his father. Yeah. We watched it together. I all I saw I saw Keith Thurman. Dude's trying to sell the fight. He flew out from Florida to Philly for the press conference, trying to sell the fight, and then you hear Angel Garcia start running his mouth. 
dropping M-bombs left and bombs right. left and right. Now, I'm allowed to say it because I can, but I'm going to not say it because I'm keeping the show clean. But... Angel Garcia, you, your hood pass has been. You didn't. Even, you didn't even have one. You just was allowed to come because of your son. Yeah. But uh, nope. Your uh, your bad mouth and your back talk is just yeah. terrible. You're just. No. Yeah, it's horrible, man. If it your was... son wasn't undefeated, he would have left you a long yeah. time ago. He can't. The, the look on Danny that. Garcia's face was great too when when Keith Thurman wanted to go at him because he just kind of stood there. Yeah, he was, he was just, just like, like he's uh, like uh, uh, even though my dad's out of pocket, he's yeah. my dad and I gotta have his back. But yeah. that's just show, and and. We'll get to our picks later, but because of that alone, I kind I kind of want Keith Thurman to win just to shut Angel Garcia up, man. I, I'm, I can't stand Angel Go, Garcia square, more. Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle One One. Look on our page; we put it up there. It's it's terrible. Yeah. Like we're not one just, to get the breaking news, but we had it up third about thirty minutes after it came out. That's just something, how something like that. Something yeah. like that. But it, it, it's pretty bad. I mean, he's not even part of Terror Squad. <laughs> no and if you go to if you go on my page, you know yeah. you figure and out. And then what it was crazy about. too because then you hear all the other Puerto Ricans in the crowd start running their mouth. And then one time Thurman didn't bring no crew. I guess I guess the nickname like one time you don't bring one. Yeah, you don't need them. And, and he stood there still talking smack in his in his look like he he looked like he was wearing you know the the kind of trench coat you got you wear when you kidnap children. You know what I'm saying? With the white van? Yeah. It, it was That's like terrible. Some, it was like, it looked like it was a carpet turned into a trench coat. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. What did he said, he said, he said, what do you call him? Ponytail? I told him to shut up, ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> He's just jealous. He's just jealous. Angel Garcia. Because his hair flows luxuriously. Right. Angel Garcia, take, take, a, take a book out of, uh, take a page out of Chavez Jr.'s book. Smoke a little, smoke a little herb. Maybe just get high a little bit. Calm down. Calm down. I want to see Angel Garcia fight. Robert Guerrero's dad in a street fight, just a, a a good Latin brawl with two dudes that look like one one looks like one of the homies and from no the and no training camps. Just, just uh, everybody gets a six pack apiece. Exactly, and then you a six go pack or, or one shot of tequila each. No, they need more than that. I want to I want to see. Uh, they got to split the bottle. Oh God! They got to split the bottle. Loser eats the worm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. The sweet science. Now you know where to hit us up. Facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. Tell your friends about us. Download the app. Hit us up on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Don't forget to show some love over to IAMRCF.com. And that's the CrossFit. That's the fitness. That's the wellness. You want to be better? Then be better with the best. You got anything else you'd like to add today? It was kind of a quick show. Yeah, it was, man. We uh, we did our job. We came in, in and out. You're used to that kind of stuff like that, but um. That's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can uh, catch us, man. Uh, Shooter underscore sc one on one on Snapchat. Uh, you know Square Circle Square Circle one on one. Um, Twitter, man. Facebook. Square if, Circle if you're out in Western Washington, tomorrow we're gonna be at the Emerald Queen watching the local fight, supporting you're our right. man Zach Cooper. Zach Cooper, man. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for the interview last week, man. Good luck on your fight tomorrow, man. He said training camp promotions. Give Bri us a call back. Hey, we're trying to get an interview. Hey, Brian, man, we we looking out for you, man. Come on, let us on. We're trying to show you some love, so show us some love back. Make sure you subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Tell your friends and family about us. Boxing, it's our secret society. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. Bear witness as we talk our way to the top, because we will succeed. What's that quote you got for me again? You learn more from defeat than you can from victory. You learn more from defeat 
than you can from victory. And that is so true. I've learned more from the rejection I've gotten from women on how to close them deals later. <laughs> nah, for real, you gotta, you can't, uh, when I first started getting the pool, man, you gotta remember your shots. So whenever you make or whether you miss them, when you, especially when you miss them, you gotta remember how you played at the next time. You gotta put that in your memory bank. So, okay, and no, also that feels that power. Before fills we close this out, you gotta give me a wish list right now. Give me a wish list on a fight. Don't give me Triple G versus Canelo. I want some young up and comers. Who do you wanna see? fight next maybe possibly the winner of this keith thurman danny garcia that was one of the uh, that was one of the things uh during this uh during this uh not the javante yeah the javante davis versus pedraza fight that uh mayweather was talking about he wanted to see he wanted to see uh errol spence earl spence versus keith thurman now adrian or, now i just got an article here i saw adrian broner said for terrence crawford that he doesn't want no part of Errol Spence right now. That's what Agent Broder said because he has sparred with Errol Spence Jr. many, many times. Yeah. How do you feel about that? First of all, if you're around or in the same weight class, why are you worried about him? If he don't want no part of that, and if you think you don't want no part of that, why don't you take him? Close your mouth, Adrian. You know what Adrian Broner reminds me of? He's if, a problem. Remember when he and not even a good did way. about Don King as a kid in the Little Rascals? Yeah. That's Adrian Broner right now. Yeah. He, he really is, though, man. Like, dude. Come back. Make sure you win. Your, make sure you win your up and coming fight because hey, the you dude. You get the spoiler. Hey, hey, Granada, Granadas, Granados. We the dude who, the dude hey, who be young master man. Where, where's he's, he at? He's, where is he? Where is young master? We ain't seen him since. He fought after and he won, but, right we have, but we haven't seen he's, him on he's TV. He's out hanging out with Kid Chocolate hiding. Yeah, Adrian they, they're trying Granados, to get over. The, they're trying to get over the last defeat. But this is Square Circle One Hundred One. You just heard the sweet science. And we'll see you guys, or hear from us, 